Heather, would you believe? I just Halloween. We are recording this on Halloween. Heather and I just had about like a two hour catch up, just like a quick little two hour catch up. And folks, would you believe I'm not tired yet? Me neither. It's just, it's the, that must be that Scorpio energy, you know, that, Mm -hmm. that, that, Mm -hmm. the the Scorpio drive, the never giving up, the relentless Scorpio. Oh, we love it. The caring about your close ones, the real ones, you know. The real, and and listeners, y'all are some of our realest ones. And Mm -hmm. we just, thanks for being here. This is uh, your host. Well, this is Miranda speaking. (laughs) I was about to introduce (laughs) you, but I said it in a way that was like, I can't. Let's flip, Heather. Our voices sound exactly (laughs) the same. They'll never know. Uh, Folks, we got Heather Cunningham on the sticks. A Halloween miracle. It really feels extra Scorpio and extra like just an extra Scorpio episode now that we're here on Halloween and it's me Miranda asking all the questions getting down to the bottom of the layers that is Scorpio and that is astrology what is going on why am I bullshitting around the point is that Scorpio Heather (laughs) just kidding that's interesting (laughs) it's good to be back I feel like a lot of Scorpios would say that they don't do that but at the same time yeah, they're direct. They're always they're always pushing shit away. <laughs> no, yeah, there's definitely today's Halloween, but this past weekend was definitely like a hollow weekend. So I really and it's Scorpio and it feels very mm-hmm. extra charged and we're just mm-hmm. we're really in it. It's uh yeah. It's just Yeah. You can't make this shit up, can you? Uh the darkest, deepest sign during the first moments the sun is barely out anymore yada yada Mm -hmm. it's just yeah we're Mm -hmm. really in it there's a chill in the air there is yeah heather yes not to put you on the spot but we just had this huge lunar eclipse right Uh that was officially kind of like friday saturday saturday yeah um Mm -hmm. we have this big old lunar eclipse remind Mm -hmm. me and the folks again of not only the energy we just experienced and we're in the peak of but also sort of like what that means moving forward or like I guess sort of say we're still I wouldn't I I would say we're still sort of in that lunar eclipse energy I know we're it's fizzling out a little bit but that's like the thing about these like moons right it's like we Mm -hmm. stay in that energy a little bit it's a little quicker the moon phases are a little faster Mm -hmm. than a lot of things that move in the sky but like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that the energy from this weekend was it that lunar eclipse (laughs) I think so. That I completely I forgot about. That it's it's uh yeah right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I felt it. I feel like uh, so it was a Taurus lunar eclipse. That's right. Uh, and it was a full moon, opposite. right? So whenever it's a full moon, it's yeah. The sun was in Scorpio. The moon was in Scorpio's opposite Taurus. Um, and it's the last that marked the last eclipse of the uh ag- not the agriculture the weather year right. for lack of i need to like like the calendar the year term the calendar yes. year there not you go. the astrological um, calendar obviously right because as we right. know folks the, that starts or that ends with pisces is like the 
New Year yeah, is like the, the December of astrology, and then Aries yeah. is January essentially. The start. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Go ahead. Um, yeah. And what's interesting though is that Jupiter and Uranus, which are very slow moving planets, it takes Jupiter twelve years to circle around the whole zodiac. I want to say it takes Uranus like. 25 ish so we have these two slow planets that have been hanging out in Taurus this year and they were like a part of this lunar eclipse and even this week like yes I think that the the full moons and and especially the eclipses kind of linger Mm -hmm. energetically but especially because Jupiter and Uranus are in Taurus and have been this whole year so we've already been feeling kind of Taurus themes in a general way all year and it's still uh, in opposition to the sun actually Jupiter is in opposition to the sun exactly this coming Friday so it really is like this whole year kind of deals with Taurus versus Scorpio themes but especially this month right and then this in this past weekend was like the was like the uh it was a big punch the cold open it It was like yeah yeah I I, yeah no I mean I feel like (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, Scorpio, Scorpio, Scorpio. You're so funny. Sometimes, like it just like bounces. But also, I realized I went if I may in a way that I was going to continue, and I think you were like, and I was like, no, I've got nothing to say. Actually, if I may not, go on, Heather. (laughs) Sorry. Oh my god, that's funny. I was just going to say, like I, you know, all the astrologers are saying. Scorpio season is when you go through some sort of transformation, big or small. Like it might not be an outward transformation as much as like an inner psychological one. And if you are a Scorpio or have Scorpio placements, obviously that will be a little bit more dramatic and felt more deeply. But that this is the season to like let something die and something else to be reborn. Um, Mm. And... Yeah, I don't know. Scorpio season's only just started, but I do like feel that sort of like I've been feeling like heaviness about things and then I like feel it and I come out of it and I'm like, wait, I have drive to do something about this. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. It's not just like uh and again, I know I I relate a lot to pop po- to Pisces, to Pisces on this podcast because I selfishly am one. And then whenever we're in a water shift, I'm always like, I'm nihilist. But I do have, mm-hmm. I personally have Scorpio placements. A lot of our generation personally has Scorpio placements. Yes. And people are age specifically, yes. like going through their Saturn return right yes. now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess not our whole generation, but yes. Like, well, no, sorry. Pluto. Sorry. No, please. Pluto is the whole generation that spends 10 years in Scorpio. So that's like people. I did have that kind of in our 10 year, but then Jupiter for people in our like tighter age range, that changes sign every like two years. So us specifically who are like our age have coming up into our thirties, a double whammy. Yeah. As we literally enter 30 and we're dealing with our Saturn return. And yeah. Um, it's so funny. Just I want to do a little side tangent, Heather, because I rem- I yeah. just reminded myself that I sent you a TikTok that I loved and really related with, where it's like, oh, is is are we finally getting what we've been talking about in astrology forever? Where it's like, 
I forget the exact like I can literally just check my check my text, but it's way more fun to spark notes it and hopefully get something wrong. And then it gives Alex an excuse to correct yeah. me. Shouts out to Alex Nightingale. Um, but so it's just my way to keep her in my web. Yeah. Um, but no, I the, what I sent you was all about how like science now is saying 30s or is like the new 18. And it's like, yeah, well, first of all, 18 so made up. That's a societal number. That we just Mm -hmm. chose one day to say that's adulthood, Mm -hmm. which is a joke. And it is. It's sickening that, like, you can go to war, but you can't have a fucking beer. 18 such a weird thing. And you can, like, vote, but you can't drink. How can you call yourself an adult if you can't even? Psychologically, you're a baby. You're a baby. (laughs) You're an infant newborn. Yes, truly. And then it was the, the whole TikTok was breaking down this article that was like, you know, now it is more like real, like literally the brain, um, the like heart, bo- heart, body, mind, soul and brain of like people going into the 30s is like that is actually like that's like technically where the 18 line should be if we want to get technical with it. And it was just a beautiful TikTok that was like this is we did talking about this. This is like the age range and where you get in right around your Saturn return, which is supposed to be sort of this like returning from child all the lessons and things that we gather and learn in this childhood is just much a is a much much deeper bigger layered range than what it gets cracked up to be in our society and I think we've known this for a long time right people can always know that like yeah I'm technically 18 even when I was 18 I'm like I'm a kid I just learned how to drive like a year and a half like barely two years ago and so Uh right even when you're 18 I think you're like why do I still feel like I'm in high school because you are (laughs) you're still like Mm -hmm. in high school um anyways it was just a really it was so fun and I sent it to Heather because it was like uh I just love that it was you know the whole point was breaking it down like what this article is literally talking about is your Saturn return is it was just really fascinating um without saying that right uh right but anyways yes so I know a lot of our generation and then our age range especially those going through like their Saturn return and our generation as a whole big in the Scorpio placements which I do just obviously Mm -hmm. think plays such a major role with our generation as we've seen and now we're really starting to see as like we're hitting um Saturn return and just like this past decade alone is in movement um and the Scorpio themes that it feels like our generation um fights with a lot yeah yeah Yeah. yes Mm -hmm. deals with um Mm -hmm. but I find it so interesting Heather I'm so sorry I'm keep putting on the spot like this but in terms if you had to really compare like Scorpio and Taurus because like again like we said every sign has this soul sign that that's on a similar or that's like sharing the same astrological themes however they're two usually completely different elements and the way they go about Mm -hmm. it they're they're lined Mm -hmm. up in the calendar we see how different they are even though sharing the same themes when it comes to Taurus and Scorpio, um, like, is there, is there a, like, I guess besides one's water and one's earth, do we, do we really see like on paper their differences? I, I'm selfishly yeah, asking. Yeah, I love this okay, conversation. Okay, good, good. That's what I want to say. And also I just, for context, I be brought this up because um, a very good Scorpio friend of mine the other day said that she stays fighting with Torrens or like doesn't get and I remember oh. being I thought that was kind of funny because I was like but x y and z are all Torrens and and like because I know some close friends and of hers that are yeah and, yeah and she was like oh well besides, and I'm like yeah you're not just also close with those Torrens you have an extra soft space in your heart for those Torrens so I found it funny that at first she was like Taurus is like that sign is so hard for me and I'm like that's what I would say about Virgo which is my 
opposite, opposite as well. Yeah, but then once I pointed out to her, I'm like, you know, these people in your life are Torrens. It was kind of funny watching her be like, oh, I love them. So I thought that was right. very Scorpio. That is funny. But yeah. yeah. Go ahead, sorry, please. No, they are very similar, but different at the same time. But I've been thinking about this a lot too, and I'm going to try my best. So like yeah. Taurus is the second sign of the Zodiac. So it's like pretty rudimentary which isn't a bad thing but it's just very like it's it's the first earth sign only the second sign of the entire zodiac so it's very about like what and it's venus ruled so it's like what do i like what am i attracted to and how do i build my life based on my values like in an earthy practical way that makes me feel good. So it's like very Venusian and it's about beauty and what makes you feel good and what you're attracted to, but in an earth sense. And for the sake of that like deeper connection to it all, it sounds like what you were saying, like not, I, I think I can get how that could sound like a surface level thing, but th because of the fact is all due to like the moral compass and like how to they are yeah, I think they really have really strong ethics and morals and yeah. values because it's and yeah like on paper it could look like a sign that's like materialistic they get a reputation for or like Taurus just wants to like sit in bed and eat bonbons it's very like Marie Antoinette <laughs> but uh I think no I think that like Taurins when they like a physical thing they really like it and see this deeper value in it right. and like you know so many uh talented artists are Taurins because they have that like strong sense of not only aestheticism and like what's beautiful but also like a strong sense like of good. like I get why this is yeah. good because like yeah like morally. The, the sense of quality yeah, yeah 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 um and and it does it bleeds into like moral values that's and, interesting and, uh they have a really strong sense of like this is what matters to me this doesn't matter like this is important this is not um and Scorpio is similar in that way I would say but Scorpio is the eighth sign of the Zodiac. It's a relationship sign. And it's also, I think, very particular, also very stubborn, but it's like deep and it's water and it's like, who do I want to share energy with in a deep way? And I don't know, both signs deal with possessions and values, but like with Scorpio, it's more about the mysterious undercurrents of life, like the way money gives you power, the way having a successful job. I, I feel like I'm rambling. No, 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 but, no, no. That's, I also um, was like, I know that this is putting on the spot in a way, but that's like, I guess my overall question too, it, it, it lit me up that you were excited for that question or that you do like those topics. Yeah. And I am excited. And then it's hard to describe, no, but it, well, I, I hopefully you're getting, Oh, I, I want uh, yes. I wanted to also make a point too. Cause it's such a layered thing, but I guess like yeah. it was just so interesting to hear my Scorpio friend, you know, sort of say that and feel that way because that's sort of a similar, it's almost like, I feel like a lot of these soul signs almost, they, they're like siblings. Like there's a weird relationship mm -hmm. there. That's a little love and hate. And I think what's so yeah. funny is like, there's things, there's aspects about Virgo. Not that, you know, I hate, hate such a strong word or, but that I'm kind of like, but it, this is where that doesn't connect with your my Pisces. Right. Mm -hmm. But then it's funny because it's like, it's it's we are like it's the same message it's just rooted it manifests differently in the way the elements of the signs are 
And then it's like after being around a Virgo for a while that I've maybe been like, oh, my God, X, Y and Z about them is just mm-hmm. so different for me. After we're, mm-hmm. I'm like after being around them for a while, I'm like, oh, my God, we're the same. <laughs> like, Are you like yeah. having a moment of like oh, the things I don't like is because they're things I see within myself. I don't know. It's kind of uh-huh, like this funny. Uh-huh. I feel like all these soul astrological signs really are like um they're like twin flames so to speak i don't want to mm-hmm, i know that mm-hmm. not all of them are fire elements but like there's mm-hmm. like a twin there is like a sibling element and it's like that was so funny talking to my scorpio friend and be like you know x y and z are taurins right and you love them and and like watching her be like ah oh, shit and like so i think like anytime you're maybe not getting like another sign isn't always getting along if anything to me, I'm just like, I think y'all are feeling where you're too alike. And it's just manifesting right. in different or elements. Like, so you're not. Yeah. Because you're, you're fighting I mean, for you, the same thing or you're, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. The overall theme is the same. So there is a lot in common. And when you think about how everything in life is a spectrum and astrology is no different and like. It's very uh, in line with Scorpio season to talk about like your your shadow self or the part of you that reject is actually a very prominent part of you that you're maybe right. not bringing to light. Right. Like I, I think Taurus and Scorpio and all the oppositions have that. Yeah. Um, no, it's really yeah, it's fascinating. I thought you explained but, it beautifully, Heather. Is my whole point. Yeah, it's, a it's like it's thing. like Taurus feels security with like accumulating earthy values, and it's like Scorpio feels security over accumulating like mysterious power dynamic value, it, it, or, <laughs> or like it, I don't know, like Scorpio is just a big old softy at heart. That's why they're really so is. protective and like. I feel yeah. like if a lot of people or a lot, a lot of the, again, we on this podcast don't like to, what am I trying to say? Um, Generalize? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. But like in a way that is like, you know, there are themes to things. And I think the bad rep Scorpio gets is that like they're seek, you know, every sign gets a bad, silly rep. There's a very yeah, they have. surface level understanding that naturally gets a, a bad rep, right? Like we talked about this before with Gemini. They have a two-faced rep. That's very undeserving. Mm-hmm. Actually, if we look at that sign deeper, this is what people are like getting, but here's what it really means, right? And I think yeah, Scorpio yeah. can kind of, their negative side to the astrological world, right? Or like what people sort of joke about is a bad, is a red flag with Scorpio is like how secretive and like private they are. And like that, that mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, similar to cancer, how they can have sort of maybe like an outer shell. But I think unlike cancer, Scorpio is a little more has colder tendencies. They're deep mm-hmm. cramps. They can hop in the water. They can get on the shore. They're a little more versatile, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Scorpions are cold. They're like, creatures. they're in there. They're really in the depths of that ocean, right? Pisces. Mm-hmm. She's not coming on land, but she'll jump out. She'll do, give you a little flip. Mm-hmm. Do a little flip in the air for you. She'll let your she'll let you catch her, but on a hook. Um, but like <laughs> right, you know what yeah. I mean. Like it is just like where Scorpio is like, yeah. Well, the Phoenix thing, right? That comes from a place of like of of like bottom. That comes from a place of like let it all burn. Let me sink right, to the bottom yeah, and yeah, and see uh-huh. who's worthy once I go there. Like who's uh-huh, still willing to? Uh-huh. I feel like Scorpio is kind of there's like a test almost with Scorpio a little bit, and mm-hmm. it's because they're so soft. It's because they feel yeah. things so deep. You can't just come mm-hmm. down and swimming unless you can deal with that level of chill. Mm-hmm. And they, there's like, mm-hmm. they've really got to, you know, it takes a lot for them to emerge from the depths in a way. 
And it's like, as mm-hmm. I'm older, it's so clearly I'm like, oh, they're so, the poor precious Scorpio. They're just scared. Like, they just yeah, like, they just they like, are. they're deep and dark and mysterious because like, they're trying to see who's willing to come down to the depths with them, yeah, you know? And I know. And they're funny. fiercely loyal. Yeah. Just like Taurus. Yeah. Taurus and Scorpio. Yes. Like, the loyalist signs yeah. in the Zodiac. Like, they, and I think it is attributed to like how much they, when they value something, mm-hmm. they fucking value yes. it. But, um. I agree. But also, yeah, no, I love thinking about the scorpion being like a cold-blooded, I think it's a reptile. Um, yeah, I think And how right. it's like, uh, but then its ruling planet is Pluto, the farthest planet from the sun that is so like cold. rejected. Is it even yeah, a planet? Yeah, say, it's yeah. cold. <laughs> it's icy. It's all the way at the end. And it's Scorpio's ruling planet. Scorpio's like, that's my bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's... it's I forget where I was going with this, but there's... Scorpios yeah, own I, that element. It's not like uh, yeah. something... It, what I love about the sign is that they are that and they own it. If you Or the energy itself, not even people as the sign, but Scorpio's energy is just like, yeah, my planet's Pluto. That's cold. I'm a deep, dark, watery bitch. That's cold. Mm-hmm, like uh, there mm-hmm. is, the, I love that um, Scorpio is very like, mm-hmm, welcome, welcome to the dark yeah. side. We have coffee mm-hmm. or, you know, like it is very like, they, <laughs> they, it's not like a, a shameful thing. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I think there's, I kind of think this a little bit with all the water signs that everyone could tap into them a little more. But yeah, yeah, it is just, I love that Scorpio is just like, I'm, I'm, I'm a deep, dark energy and that's me. Like it, I, mm-hmm. l- there's no apologies for that. S- very mm-hmm. similar to Taurus. Like they're both, even though they're completely different elements, they're, they're both kind of like, this is who I am in a way that yeah. as a Pisces, I of course envy. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, there's a strong identity yes. sense with both of them and, and yeah. a sense of like owning it. And no mm-hmm. shame to needing to like change, which like out of all yeah. the, I feel like water does have a rep of going a little bit more with the flow, but I love that Scorpio's like only if the flow is like morally and, and like logistic or, you know, like morally good. It feels like Scorpio's yeah, also like, well, I'm not going to fixed water. Yeah. Sign. That there is a go with the flow, but it's like, as long as the current's going in my favor, <laughs> mm-hmm. like which, but again, in a way that I like, because the Scorpio is like, I'm not just going to hop in a current that's not taking me down a place that makes sense or that I don't vibe with is, you know, mm-hmm. whereas Pisces mm-hmm. is like, well, I'm kind of in the current. <laughs> well, well, mm-hmm. I kind of took a wrong turn and now I'm just down here. Um, no, yeah, I do. And this is why, again, we talked about this last episode. I loved, loved, loved Heather. Um, you talking about how Scorpio technically kind of has the Scorpio and the scorpion symbol is what really has like continued in our astrological world and understandings but there's a huge whole underbelly and context to Scorpio of them being a phoenix and like Mm -hmm. this rising from the ashes thing and Mm -hmm. you can't let it all burn if you've got doubts and you can't let it all burn if you if you don't own it and like I I Mm -hmm. just I really love that about um this energy this time Scorpio as a whole I feel like as a water sign the one thing it's very sure and like comfortable with is like going to the depths that people are uncomfortable with going to. I think it's, it's a, it's an incredible, it's a, it's a, it's like a power. It really feels like a superpower. It is. And no, I admire that. That's what this energy is for y'all. Even if you're not, if you don't consider yourself a watery bitch, for example, <laughs> I cannot relate, but like it, I, I love, this is a time. I, it feels like to get introspective, 
to get cozy with your mm-hmm. demons. This is not mm-hmm. a time to shy away from that shit. It is a time to go where it's uncomfortable and cold and like yes, absolutely. Because the baby, that's that's what this time is. And like mm-hmm. and yeah, it just I I really love I love that. And it's also in that Taurus way too of like we can't move forward and get towards like the goodness of things and what we want and stay loyal to who we are if we don't let the shit that's not serving us burn. I really love that both Taurus and Scorpio. I feel like they are very sure. It's very sure of yourself energy. They're so, they have so much conviction and so much like, you know, Scorpio has that intense drive of like, I know in my soul, this is what I want. And I'm going to like, give it my all to like get there. And Taurus is the same. And yeah, I think you kind of have to be willing to like, let it all die and burn in order to like re- have that level of intense yeah. conviction. And you just can't own that. That energy can't be owned if, if you've have your doubts or you're unsure or you're, sh- or right, you're shamed right. out of feeling your shit. And I love, I love that Scorpio isn't like a water sign. That's afraid to be a water sign. It's like very, yeah. I'm like, that's my element to, even though I'm not mm-hmm. technically a Scorpio, I'm still like, I'm proud of that element. Um, and the yeah. Phoenix thing still, still, I love, I, I love know, that analogy I and I love for so many people who are like, I actually don't buy with the Scorpio thing. We're a Phoenix. Like that, mm-hmm. uh, that is like, yeah, again, it's, it's the fire of, of the waters. You, we, yeah. And it's so funny. Cause I think I used to be like, no Pisces is, but no, no, no. With all like the, no. the context and the layers, I'm like, oh, I really understand what people mean by that. Now that Scorpio is the fire of the water. And before Pluto ruled Scorpio, before Pluto was discovered, Mars was a co-ruler of Scorpio, which is fire. a f- literally yeah. fireball of a planet. So, Basically the sun yeah. or something I hear. Anyway, Heather, <laughs> with that, shall we dive on in? Let's. <laughs> Some deep ones today, Heather. Mm-hmm. Some deep incredible at what they do Scorpios we have today I'm very excited let's not waste any more time um this first Scorpio this is a sad one uh and it's Scorpio season so it's like on par of of deep shit um not that Scorpio means everything has to be dark and heavy of course but it is a deep thing but uh yeah 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 uh but our first our first birth chart today folks we're gonna do david schwimmer uh which comes right on the tails of the passing of matthew perry who passed away during the lunar eclipse or like that was the i believe they found him on saturday um so geez just what a so sad truly a very sad i was telling heather folks before we started recording the podcast i don't think i've ever cried at a celebrities death even like you know robin williams was also very like someone who brought so much happiness like a very funny comedian and that was really shocking and sad but i was uh getting ready for a halloween party and my boyfriend's like dude matthew perry just they he's dead he he died and i was like i immediately like all the makeup i just did was a waste i had to like stop and have Mm -hmm. a cry it really took Mm -hmm. me by surprise it's just sad and you know He's been battling. He's had his battle with uh, addiction for a really long time. Um, 
And yeah, it was just sad. And it's like, truly, all these quotes are like, we'll never watch Friends. Like, Friends will kind of never be the same. And I was just, like, Friends is a show I have on all the time. It's one of the many reasons I love David Schwimmer and why I'm so excited to cover him. Um, But yeah, just wanted to say a little, like, words, just words. (laughs) Love Matthew Perry. And it's really. It's really like. Right, right. And what's extra kind of sad is that he did I want to make this point and then I want to move on of course Heather but like he brings up you know he's like when I die I know that friends is going to be what's talked about like I know that's my legacy I know that's what I was what I'm known for what I love for and I love what friends have done have has done for me and my life as far as careers and a life goes but also he's like if there is anything I could really be remembered for I would I really want it to be all the people I've helped who are also battling mm-hmm. addiction and he really became such a huge like advocate um and like I don't know if he was technically a sponsor but I know that there's a whole like you know there's like a rehab center that he uh oh I think is in his name that he owns and started um for men getting sober and and fighting addiction and um yeah, so I just wanted to point that out too. That like at the at the end of his life, or you know, even when he was like, I know that when I die, friends will be the thing that is discussed. But like, that like friends also gave me this ability to be able to help people, and this is the work that I'm just like really proud of. And like, and yeah, and he talks about too, like just even looking back on friends, he can tell what he's addicted to based on like I think there's a lot of memories he doesn't have from filming Mm -hmm. because of his addiction but like he can tell basically what he's addicted to and he's like when I'm really skinny it's pills and when I'm overweight it's drinking to get off pills and it's just you know what he's just you know he fought he really struggled and battled and with that David Schwimmer was a huge like you know all of them were friends to him during that time actually and the whole cast of friends is just iconic in their own right and the way that every single person including matthew perry especially matthew perry could have literally had a oh my god they could have all had their own spinoff shows but as an ensemble you know they really uh, all their astrological signs combine and like the way that as a cast um they were so transparent with each other and it was really important for them as an entire cast to be friends. Mm-hmm. That was something that they talk about later that they really established. And that's why they were really transparent with what they were making, what they were all making. Cause in the beginning right. seasons, a lot of it was skewed right. and not that. even yeah. and not fair. Yep. And they like, uh, as a cast, like uh, unified and like, and are a reason they all started getting paid a lot more equally and respectfully appropriately yeah I always thought that was really cool about the friends cast and to learn that you know they all were really like got along and were friends that's really like special um and with that to move on no. Heather sorry uh but David Trimmer as a Scorpio that just like I don't know what I maybe thought David Schwimmer carries the energy and has the performance. He's Ross on Friends, for those of you who don't know. And uh, he is so physically funny. He is so theater. Mm-hmm. And he did. He got his whole start. Uh, he got. He was really big in yeah. Chicago theater. And that is, and what's extra funny is that Marta Kaufman, um, one of the creators of Friends, the, the, the writers and creators of Friends basically had a whole nother show that David ended up auditioning for. And he ended up not getting that role, but they loved him so much, thought he was so talented. When that show eventually, I don't know if it ever aired,
aired or it just it was not successful when they set out to make friends david trimmer was the very first member of friends who was cast wow it was literally they knew immediately who was ross and it was david trimmer and it was because he auditioned for a completely different role for him that he ended up being rejected for so like you gotta make you you gotta be memorable that's huge for anyone who's not in like the auditioning and casting and acting world that's huge that's huge uh to make that kind of splash and i always thought that was a really interesting trivia fact that he was the very first one out of friends who was cast um and he's so strong i think um no 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 i this is kind of a new thought but i think growing up and watching this with my mom i know we used to play a game where we would try to say who we thought each of the characters signs were and i think that we Ah. said ross is a scorpio um which is always fun (laughs) when the actor himself has a sign that the character seems to also embody well when we talked about scorpio right they're the relationship Mm -hmm. sign um, His whole storyline yes, on the show is like being obsessed with right. this woman. Th- right. Or, you know, like he's been in love with Re- with Rachel forever, but then he's going on he's his sabotaging fourth, it marriage is kind of the joke. Right. Right. And then like also like he loves getting married. Right. It's <laughs> like always like the joke and also getting is divorced. always sort of like <laughs> just very scorpion. Right. Like bending his back <laughs> for like relation. Like he's very like Ross is always like kind of needy mm-hmm. with these like relationships. It's kind of funny. Um, but then he's also this very sensitive, loyal, sweet, un- has this very sweet underbelly. He's very smart, very funny. Um, he's such a good brother, very loyal brother, very loyal right. friend and father. Um, and it's all like Ross. Yeah, like Ross has so many annoying moments in this show, but you love him because of his deep intricacies. Um, And he's, oh God, then just David Schwimmer as a performer. So Mm -hmm. hilarious. Um, But yeah, no, it's, it is funny that you, that you say that. Cause yeah, he, he kind of, Ross is absolutely a Scorpio to me as well. Um, And then with that, I think it's really cool that David came from this, you know, more theatrical background. What really put him on the map and made him a star was Friends, which sitcoms, even though obviously they are on film, are very theatrical um, in their own right. And I feel like all of the all the performers and friends like know how to be fucking Mm -hmm. theater performers. They're all very big. They know how they're all very Mm -hmm. physical. The comedy. There's so much physical comedy on that show as well Mm -hmm. as the writing, of course, and just dialogue. I like them talking about this. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, when you're in a sitcom, I remember when I was growing up, and it's so funny now because sitcoms aren't, you yeah. know, what they were. I feel like when we were growing it up, it was the thing. Sitcoms were there was just yeah. so many, like just so many sitcoms, and now the because of like the way you know TV is made, I think The Ranch um, with with Ashton Kutcher was one of like the first like. Uh, sitcoms that came to streaming which was awesome because you could cuss in it it was like so fun to watch a sitcom that was using the f word like that was sick um and i would love i would honestly love to see more studios like netflix sitcoms where you can like yeah that can like kind of be r-rated but you still anyways for anyone who doesn't know sitcoms really are done in front of a live audience and uh that's like where performers get their energy even though the laugh track, this is so funny. This was like Warner Brothers shit. Oh, right. In LA and and yeah. worked on the lot. But even if you, even if something sounds like a laugh track, which a lot of times the reason they're using a laugh track is for timing in the show and to not fuck up audio and lines. It still means it's being done in front of a live audience. They'll just reserve laugh track 
to not so that you could still hear lines when you need to so that they don't run over on minutes and um so that oh, quite honestly if there's one person who's got like an obnoxious snort in the front row <laughs> that's getting right. picked up they can just turn that person's microphone off and then yeah. yell it covered up with a regular a lot of times it's just for no, timing it's the same and it's just shit for audio clarity live audience right. work yeah yeah totally. right right but sitcoms themselves are are very theatrical, You're even right. though they're on TV. And I think that it's really interesting that David comes from such a huge theater background, and then truly after Friends, like went back to Chicago to continue yeah. theater. Like that's really and cool. it's just an amazing. It's just yeah, David's really and this is what I was gonna say. In his Scorpio right, we he, I don't think he's an LA boy. He's not like getting hounded by mm-hmm. paparazzi. He's not private in the tabloids Scorpio, for like drama, yeah, but, he, but he's right. A nice private Scorpio. But he got I think he like in his Scorpio way removed himself from L.A. And like he really could have stopped working. All yeah. of them quite literally the re the royalties yeah. alone from that. Sh- yes. Residual. Sorry. Um, from that show alone. My God. These people never have to get acting gigs again in their life. Um, but yeah, I found it awesome that he like went back to Chicago to continue theater and like his love for that. And it just really, I think friends was just like this really perfect spark in the pan for all of them as performers. Um, Matthew Perry, especially, but yeah, David Schwimmer is such a heavy hitter on that show. And I, it's his, I just feel like it's his theatrical roots and I'm sure that's why he was like devoted to it as a sitcom it was probably very theater for him and still very artistic for him you know and that is kind of the beauty of sitcoms you get to perform it in front of a live audience but then you're also on tv and I that's like growing up I was like it's my dream to be on a sitcom because of like the idea of like that's still theater but then it's on tv yeah that's right and um yeah it's a bummer we don't have them in the same way but Yes. Scorpio privacy. You never hear about David Schwimmer until the Friends reunion years later. And he confesses his long lost love of having been in love with Jennifer Aniston since like forever. So I don't know if you watched this, Heather. This was kind of like huge. I remember in the moment watching it like, is that what is so Scorpio? Because David has this whole thing where, or like David, it's not just David Trimmer, but him and Jennifer Aniston basically, basically admit to the whole friends world and to like on this HBO max special of a friend's reunion where they go back to the lot and they see the, st- they like reset up the, the set for them and everything. Jennifer and, An- and, and Gen- <laughs> Jennifer and Aniston, <laughs> Jennifer and David have this huge confession that like they like crushed on each other all during that time, but it was never like the right time and that they were really happy. They didn't get together because you know, it might've really ruined friends for them. But is that not so fucking Scorpio, this like deep down love. And then I think that it was like rumored that they like went on a couple dates after that. I don't know. But I thought that was so Scorpio energy too. Like the most David. Yeah, absolutely. Just like fucking Ross and Mm -hmm. Rachel. Like, you're so right. He mm-hmm. is Ross. <laughs> and Ross mm-hmm. is a Scorpio. Ross is a Scorpio. <laughs> wow. Oh, and the Gemini yeah. moon and then, probably has a flair for the humor. Please, yes. I was, got, I was just about to say, Heather, sorry. I was like, <laughs> and with that, I don't think I've even touched on his fucking. So we do not have David's rising. He is a Scorpio sun, as we know, and Gemini moon, just like you said. And I did think that the Gemini moon, the chameleon aspect of like 
being in a on an ensemble. David Schwimmer also talks about he really that's what he wanted. He wanted to be a part of an ensemble. Um, and that's why it was really important to him that they all got right. paid the same. Like he was someone where I think was getting paid much more and like either took not took a cut, but like risked his own you yeah. know, pay and like sort of a uh, position where he had it very cushy to fight in his Scorpio loyal way for his fellow. That's really fucking and cool. like for the morally yeah. correct. Like, yeah, that is because like, especially just men in Hollywood, a lot of times don't for, that. The, again, yeah. for those of you. Yeah. For, to not be in that world, men usually do make more than women, um, which is a whole other conversation. Well, in, in a lot of fields, as we understand, but like, especially I think in Hollywood, we see that really grossly. And ex- exactly. They're like, they're an ensemble cast. And David Schwimmer talks about that was so important to him. He never wanted to be a lead. He really wanted to be a part of an ensemble. And then I feel like that really bled through in the personal life as well. Like his money is where right, his mouth is right. type of thing. Yeah. Um, very Scorpio. Yeah. I think uh, this chart has integrity with the, there's a lot of Scorpio planets and sun conjunct Venus, which wants to be pleasant and lovely. And, you know, that's like your sun getting a dose of Libra. And then Neptune Mm. is also in Scorpio, but then Saturn is in Pisces, just like us. And the moon is right on the cusp of cancer. To be honest, he could be a cancer moon. Wow. Um, and then Saturn is he, he gives in opposition me water. to these Virgo. He's like a sweetie. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and North Node and Taurus and these Virgo planets. He seems like a guy of integrity and, and loyalty. And yeah. Well, and again, he's a Scorpio, so we don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, <laughs> no, what we. Like, what I like though I do get not to say Scorpio's cold I feel like that's a negative thing yeah. that I'm not trying to say but that that cancers strike me as such mm-hmm. warmth so many like cancers really like exude their little crabs in the sun and I would not be shocked if he was a cancer rising David Schumer just does give off that he, he feels so warm and he's one of the most famous people because of the show he was on and was like I'm going to go back to Chicago know, and do that's theater. So like cool. that's so fucking that Scorpio so cool. and cancer combined. Like I kind of would be surprised if he's not, you know, but, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, other, I really, I'm, nothing but great things to say about David Schwimmer and his sign other. I really just like, yeah, unfortunately I wish we did have his rising, but I would bet good money that he's a cancer. Rising. Yeah, I could see it. That really, that checks. And it, to know how many water placements mm-hmm. he has kind of checks from what Mm -hmm. we do the limited information Mm -hmm. we do now right uh david we love you come on the pod matthew we love you rest easy our good friend everyone's posting thing that's like the one where we lost a friend i'm like y'all i cannot log into an app right now this is really i know it's really it's sad it's sad um but with that heather um yes shall we Move on to maybe some lighter, still in the Scorpio uh, depths, but maybe She's some lighter. So light and bright, but tones. also deep and dark. I know it is fun. Yeah, <sighs> very layered. It is. It's individual. a fun contrast. Miss Carly Rae Jepsen, who I'm obsessed with. Oh my god, Carly Rae Jepsen. I know. love her so much, and it caught me off guard because I didn't really love her during the Call Me Maybe, like when she first was huge. But Alex Nightingale actually was the one who was like, Heather, you should listen to Emotions. And I think she 
was also like emotion side B. And then I listened to it and I was like, holy fuck, this is everything. And it is so up my alley. And then I remember I was like listening to it all the time when I was doing background acting and all those on those drives to like new places, uh, first moving out here in LA. And I had a whole conversation with a, a straight man, PA on set, who was also like emotion side B, <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen. It's all I'm listening to. And I was like, ah! <laughs> um, but yeah, she is such a Scorpio and it's, uh, you know, her, her aesthetic, I feel like does tend to be this like glossy, bright pop star, you know, a lot of her hits are like very bubbly, bubblegum pop. Right. Um, with like these deep. Yeah. Well, and then, so her recent album, which is my favorite, um, called the loneliest time, which came out when I was in Norway and I was feeling extremely lonely and it was during Scorpio season. And I just listened Aww. to that album and cried on repeat. And she says that she, like, there was a moment where she realized like pop music doesn't have to be, um, superficial or all light and bright like that it actually is a great art form to release big emotions and the loneliest right. time I mean first of all I think she got super into astrology before she released that album because she literally right. talks about being a Scorpio and the whole right. all of it is so Scorpio she has I, I she says uh, I got you now. I'm Scorpio. It's physical. It's natural. I'm spiritual. My animal. And she talks about like Jupiter and the black sky. Uh huh. It's she like yeah. fucking knows it. The whole aesthetic of the album is like her looking at the moon and it's she references astrology so much. Um, I uh, love that. I love I love it when artists like it feels like such I a know win. <laughs> I get so much more excited especially when they're creating art like when an artist creates art mm -hmm. around it or even just mentioning it or like you can tell that like that's just a piece we're getting but this is probably a spiritual being and maybe all the luck they're receiving mm -hmm. with their art is because they embrace it it's literally I what I want to do with my <laughs> life I just decided I want to yeah. make art that's extra people exciting understand astrology anyway but uh please we no, are no, but uh Sorry, go ahead. yeah <laughs> I I'm just I'm such a fan and I love her last album and also I think it's so fucking Scorpio of her to be this pop star who doesn't have to do this by any means but she fucking writes like when she's making an album she writes like 200 tracks she writes like 200 she's a songwriter but like yeah you don't have to make that many songs but she yeah. like wants it to Just be to like the best quality yeah and she right. it's so cool that I think she's one of the only artists who like is more known for her b-sides than her like she just creates so much content that she's able to have a b-side for every single album and now she's like the b-sides queen and like it's more of her deep cuts and like her last b-sides album that she released like holy shit but um yeah it's very Charlie it is it's they're very similar Where it feels like if you know mm -hmm. if you like know mm -hmm. you know and they're very similar but because you're totally right Heather you're the reason I got into Carly and I think very similar to Charlie I was like you're talking right about I know people are like girl. Carly I'm like that's no, your no, no. idol and then right not the we're not talking about call me maybe which is in I kinda, it's a good here, song but, but yeah yeah but I totally yes it's those 
Steve yeah, Pitts, everyone, I think I said this I'm like a excited. year ago during Scorpio season, but everyone should listen to Ben's. I found it on A.G. Cook's playlist. It's so yep. fucking good. Anyway, um, so <laughs> so Carly is a Scorpio sun, uh, Pisces moon, we think. We don't know. I I don't think she's Aries moon, though. I'm pretty sure she's Pisces. I'm getting, getting Pisces. Pisces. I mean, she just had a line that said, I'm spiritual. Come on. Um and yeah. and I'm like and I want to talk about that That's right Pisces. no you're right right <laughs> not that Aries can't be spiritual Pisces but Aries is like right shit down. totally totally <laughs> um Pisces yeah like, <laughs> but uh yeah it, and oh my god just I I mean this is the the hardest placement in my chart that Carly also has sun conjunct Saturn because like Saturn is the the planet of restriction a late bloomer needing to like master something that's why the Saturn return is known as like you have to grow up and mature and take life seriously so having the sun right next to Saturn in your natal chart is a challenging placement and I do know that she got started from being on Canadian Idol and she won third place and she was like I know that the challenge is going to be like uh staying relevant after this like this was nothing but like um Yeah. And then I feel like it was kind of a struggle for her internally to like carve a new path after Call Me Maybe was such a viral success. Um, Yeah, it was like so mainstream, even in a way that, you know, she had no no real control over um, that. That's why there's so many people who are like, she's still making music. And I'm like, right. It's just not at the level of that. Like, you know, just because it's not at that level, like there's. But similar to David Schwimmer, I think she like really has a sense of like integrity. Like she, she doesn't just write write to make bops. Yeah, she make. She really loves expressing herself through music. Yeah, Um, Yeah. it's a need more than it is like a a desire. And even bringing up the like staying relevant, it's like to me that's from a place of like so that I can continue to like express myself right. through art because otherwise I yeah, can't live. Right. Like that's so yes. Scorpio, right? Or like if I don't have the artistic moral value to it, I don't yes. have anything, right? I I, yes, I kind of yes. love that. And uh it's a very clumped chart. I uh would think that maybe she has Pisces rising too. I would think that these like the majority of her planets would fall in the top half because fame kind of just like mm. came to her in a very like lucky way um and in a very right. sudden way. But uh yeah, it's that that sun conjunct Saturn makes her very disciplined, take it all very seriously. She's going to write 200 tracks for her albums and she has Venus and Pluto and Scorpio too. Ooh, in a a wide conjunction, which, oh my God, she talks so much about her trust issues and her, her, her baggage from her family and her last album. She talks about finally being in therapy and the therapist is like, soften up. Like, why are you so tough all the time? And like, now she's finally in a relationship that she's like allowed herself to open her heart and she seems super fucking happy. Um, but yeah, lots of Scorpio. She really is. I, I love. I always love the contrast too of like a, a poppy song, but with like a deeper, uh, it's darker. My favorite thing. Meaning. It's like, my favorite. It's like a, a like a yeah. Comedy. I oh, love. You know what I mean, like a, a dark mm-hmm. comedy, bringing which contrasting I love. things. We yeah, it is the best. 
to allow room for uh-huh. more depth. Oh, uh-huh. Carly, Carly, get your uh, ass Please on the pod. be my friend. <laughs> Let's talk astrology. And that. I love her. Ah, oh, gorgeous. Call me Mimi. Carly, we love her. <laughs> she's a fun one. Oh, she's so fun. Yeah, one thing I want to add, she, please. when I was like reading interviews, uh, preparing for this, uh, apparently, according to this interview, making the album, she says, involved, quote, a little bit of a rebirth back into myself, into feeling connected with my family again when she was making it. You can't make this shit up if you try. Rebirth, folks. Scorpio, rebirth, like a phoenix from the ashes. Carly Rae mm-hmm. Jepsen will rise. No, yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, I feel like I just even for, from last Scorpio season, Heather, like my understanding, um, well, my understanding and appreciation of all the signs, because you know, with this podcast and in this last year, and listeners, we hope you do the same, right? Like I just feel more connected in that like this past year was the first time ever in my life that I was aware obviously because we record once a week of every sign we're in at the time um and just paying attention more to like energies and obviously psychologically you can start doing that and suddenly you're you're making the connects right but in terms of astrology as a whole and connecting with it deeper and deeper as a whole um it's so fun to have like one full year under the belt through every sign. And now that we're coming up on year two where I like paid attention. And now that it's like year two of doing this, it's just, it just like my appreciation, my understanding of every sign, but especially Scorpio. Like I'm just so grateful to really feel like to pay attention and understand the layers to this shit. Um, Mm -hmm. Because signs are not what they are on the surface. Astrology isn't what it, is on the surface human beings aren't who they are on the surface right that's the whole beautiful magical everything that matters is layered Mm, like sedimentary rock i love it um it's halloween i love it um but yeah no it just scorpio has been such an extra fun side i know we still have like two more episodes and we're not done by any any means Mm -hmm. but it is it's just been a very extra fun sign to engage with fun the complex ones it just and just how different sorry sorry heather i got excited again no go on but just how different scorpio season with everything else going on in the sky the way this Scorpio season is like hitting in a way that not that it like wasn't hitting last year, but just how different and contrasting the energies from like every, even though we're in Scorpio season again, it's so different. And the way the moon cycle just is and that the way that's opposite the way they're, you know, the, like we were talking about with like um, the planets moving the ones really associated with Taurus and Scorpio right now too. Like, right, right, right. There's so much else going on in the sky. No wonder it feels so different. The energy yeah, is obviously. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. yeah, there's so, there is so much complexity that you guys don't even, that I don't even know. Right. It's like, it's so, yeah. Not every Scorpio season is even the same because there's just so much how dynamics. Could how, how, yeah. could, how could any of those seasons be the same? And with that, like the yeah. element we're in, Right. And the themes that now it's just, yeah, before I get way too heady with it. Um, yeah, yeah, just a beautiful time. And I love that quote. Thank you for sharing that very Scorpio ass quote from very Scorpio ass mm-hmm. Carly Rae Jepsen. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And with that, Heather, may I ask what the heck's going on next? 
what are we yeah what's on the agenda coming up i think it's an exciting week um a lot of the astrologers that i take information from are saying that next week is going to be a little bit more dense and and uh energy filled uh but i i think that i i know right um but i'm not in next week yet i think this week is pretty fun um there's this so you know we're, we're obviously still the sun is in scorpio and jupiter has been in taurus this year jupiter is sagittarius's planet it's uh when you have anything having to do with jupiter in astrology it's a reason to get excited because it's the lucky planet it expands it's very optimistic mm. if you're going through a jupiter transit it's like ooh, a new opening or like luck fell into my lap Love. so the sun is exactly opposite jupiter uh in sun in scorpio jupiter in taurus on november 3rd this friday and that is like a sense of fun and optimism and you can uh, party a little too hard. That's that's the only qualm of Jupiter is you can take things a little bit too far. Carly Rae Jepsen song, Too Much. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I wish I could. I wish there was more time, but like, oh my God, the lyrics, that song, when I party, then I party too much. Oh. When I feel it, then I feel it too much. When I'm thinking that I'm thinking too much. Yeah. Now I'm drinking and I'm drinking too she much. Has Pisces I, Jake was undertones. like, this song is you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this song is you. <laughs> I'm like, this is no, literally that my song anthem. Is me. Anyway. No, yeah, that's so but funny. But it's very Jupiter and Taurus right. opposite Sun and Scorpio also. Um, so that's Friday. And uh, Saturday on November 4th, Mercury and Scorpio opposes Uranus and Taurus. So again, we have these like uh, quick planets in Scorpio right. in interaction with these slow planets in Taurus. Uranus and Mercury could be like exciting news or like switch-ups having to do with communication. It could be like kind of a Mercury retrograde type energy. But then um, there's also this very romantic energy happening with Neptune uh, opposite Venus. Um, and that's like they're saying it's a good week to write poetry or to get into the more Piscean uh, sort of uh depths if you will mm. um creativity should be in full flow mm. and yeah then at the end of the week saturn ends its retrograde which is important for all of us going through our saturn returns right now because saturn's been retrograding since i want to say like may or june um and now it's going to start going forward again so I think that the Saturn returns are going to be felt a little bit more viscerally in these next few months as we go into the new year, which makes sense because you're already thinking right. about like life the goals and you're shit. Right. The ending of a, oh, it is so fun how different, I know I say this all the time, but I have to say it again, how yeah, say it different again. the astrological like start and end to that calendar to the astrological calendar if I if I will is kind of like it seems like such a random time in our calendar or it's like the the skew is off a little bit um right in terms of again for the for the listeners Aries is this is like the January of the astrological calendar but it Aries right. it's in late March so it's yeah. like late March and mid-April that is Aries start um so mm -hmm. that's like but then as the year continues, I, it just always never, never ceases to fascinate me and how connected 
Um, mm-hmm. Even though like the astrological new year and end year, very different, very different from like our um, our yeah. yearly calendar one. Right. But the yeah. themes we go through at our during our yearly calendar are mm-hmm. so supported and in tune with where we're at on the astrological calendar. Yeah. And you're so the right. Capricorn. Yeah. It's, ending it with Capricorn is so. And then also starting it with Cap yeah. too. Like in that mm-hmm. same way. Mm-hmm. That's so our yearly calendar. That's like so mm-hmm. societal's totally idea. Constructed. Of yeah. Uh huh. Start. In, it's just really interesting, and I love because of how different the calendars are. I love how connected they feel. Um, it's you know like during the like yeah, it's just they're completely different calendars, but like the energy we're going through during the year, and like you just said, yes, it's everyone. We know we're coming up to the end of a year, so you're thinking about the end of that year and like the start for your new year. Um, that energy is like already in place due to what's going on in society. You cannot right. make this shit. Up. And you also can't deny that astrology came first, and a lot of our shit is based off of literally like this. It's just really interesting. Astrology was before calendars, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Scorpio looking ass bitch. Um, no, yeah, it's just I always love it when that happens because of how different those calendars are, but then how not different they are as the, it's all playing out it's it it, it really fascinates me um it's, which is maybe know, why i have a podcast uh, devoted to um astrology wouldn't you think heather um but yeah no it makes life so much more beautiful i think just adds another layer that it's fun uh, it's it fun is, it's also you know? just like fun yeah who's it hurting is. relax literally no i don't know one. who i'm yelling at um <laughs> i know i'm feeling aggressive too. i know i'm, I'm like the listeners are like we're here because we're on your side <laughs> right we love you listeners we're just you know we're in the scorpio throes um mm-hmm. but yeah no this is just uh what a beautiful rebirthing time we're in yes. i love this energy i love these um I, I love these celebrity guests birth charts we did today uh mm-hmm. both so fun i love you heather i love you so much this is always a treat <sighs> always truly folks listeners we hope for you it's always a treat a little trick or treat if we will i, I apologize yeah we're recording on halloween when you hear this it's gonna be thanksgiving time um yeah, <laughs> i just what an excite let it burn folks let this shit burn and have some like have a have a beer with your inner demon why not mm-hmm. have a beer with all of them <laughs> For those of you with multiple, like multiple, like me, um, yeah, it's a beautiful time. Yep. Happy Scorpio season, y'all. <sighs> keep it deep. Love keep it you. flowing. Keep it meaningful mm-hmm. out there, all right? But keep it fun. Come on, mm-hmm. let's keep it fun. Let's have a little fun. Uh, infinite abundance. <laughs> infinite abundance. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.